Hey, how you doing? So, I had quite a long walk this morning. Uh, quite a lot of stuff that sort of came up as I was out. And one of the things I didn't touch on was the visible light spectrum. It's expressed in many different ways. It's expressed in, I guess, in education, it's uh, the diagram with a squiggly line. And then at each point on that squiggly line where it starts to sort of bunch up and gain in frequency but different labels attached just to represent different labels of frequency or transmission of information and visible light is somewhere somewhere in the middle takes up a very small small portion or a small percentage of of that line and to say that energy is just visible light or it's just broadcast RF broadcast radio frequency I don't think it's accurate I think it's a constant stream of energy and you only see the, the parts that you can sense with your eyes and your ears and anything else that maybe other ways of sensing that information. But the where we where we are I'm walking on the ground. But the predominant colour around me is green. And what's the middle what's the middle of the visible light spectrum? Green. And what's, what's at the top of the visible light spectrum, just before violet? Blue. So look up, blue. Look straight ahead, green. So what's at the other end? What's the, the lazy color, the slow color? Red. And where can you see red? Well, when a volcano erupts, you see a form of red in lava, which we can suppose is underground. But when you go underground, there's no light. It's dark. So the red end of the visible light spectrum is tending towards darkness. 
and low frequency. And over the, the blue side, it's tending towards high frequency and light. Which is why you have sunlight above you. And then, and then that flips, right? Because you have darkness above you at nighttime. But at nighttime, you also have the moonlight, which is kind of blue, isn't it? But the way in which we're told that the the Earth is, the way in which it is, we're told it is shaped, infers that the sun rotates round. So when it sets here, it's rotating on the other half. Essentially, it's like the sun is below you. So you get the visible, you get the the light spectrum flip. The blue that was above you during the day goes below and the darkness that was below you goes above which is an allegory because the lava doesn't move does it the lava is always below the ground it's not coming from the sky And the darkness is still underground. And the light from above is still blue. Still pertaining to blue and white. Which is the, uh, the moon, the sun, and the other luminaries. Now the odd thing that doesn't fit is some of the luminaries are red. So why would they, why would they not be blue? But then I think you have to consider sunsets. You can have sunsets that, that go to red, pinks. So, as you've got the, as you've got the scale sort of like vertically that you can see, you can see the sky is blue, you can see around you, unless you're in a city, it's mostly green, around you is nature, so that's like the mid plane, and it's typically green, which is the middle of the visible light spectrum. <laughs> and then below, we can't always see lava, but if you've seen a volcano, you'll know that underground, that lava comes up and it's red because of the state it's in the condition. 
so the condition below must be hot which is red right Mars Ares Aries and then above you've got things pertaining to Uranus and Neptune which is also also expressed in the chakras which are I think it's Vedic Vedic teaching that we have energy points in the body called chakras and the lowest point is the root chakra which is at the base of your tailbone and that's red and then each point up moves along the visible light spectrum with your heart being green so your heart aligning with the color of nature and then you get all the way up to your throat which is blue the sky up to your third eye between your eyebrows which is violet and we don't really see you may see violet at night time we don't typically see it during the day so the visible light spectrum is like a cross you can see it in front of you it's, it's always there, you're picking up the light and you're seeing the colour of the things that you're looking at and then you can also see the same as you look across say if you went from east to west it'd be the same because the sun would be rising somewhere and it would be setting somewhere else so you'd have darkness and light at the opposite ends just as you have it as you're looking straight ahead above ground is light green to blue and then below, below ground is everything below that was blue and yellow sulfur found near volcanoes so yeah that was something something that I just realised today as I was walking around you kind of just catch a different different view on things because I mean it's always been there the sky has always been blue when it's not clouded the sun has always been it's always had a white or a yellow appearance depending when you look at it
and lava has always come from darkness from underground it's always been red or orange or orangey red And then you got the planets as well, which all align along the visible spectrum. With Earth being the blue marble. Right? Blue and white. Green, blue, white. Neptune and Uranus. And as you get as you go higher through the sky, through the atmosphere, it becomes thinner and thinner and thinner, and the blue, the uh, the blue becomes more white. And it also becomes more dark. So when you're flying at night time. So the things are expressed in different ways. And they're all around us. It's like if you missed it in one, one type of expression. So maybe you're not into Vedic astrology or astrology in general. So you may not really be interested in the planets other than in movies or NASA. And you may not be into healing or meditation so you may know nothing about the chakras but you can see with your eyes and if you can't see with your eyes I'm sure you can still dream So there'd be other, other ways to sense it, to sense what it is that we're living in. And with, with everything around you requiring balance, if you just try to see things in a different way, rather than a literal what it is. How could you apply balance to it? How could you describe it in terms of balance? And everything I've tried, you can, can pretty much apply it to everything. Because everything, everything living is trying to adapt. It's trying to adapt to something. An adaptation is simply the movement toward balance. It's like a continual thing, it's a continual process. 
works are with if trees or plants are unable to get water if there's not enough surface water they may try and create deeper roots they may spread the roots further in order to get more resources or if there's too much water they may spread the roots uh, may spread the roots in order to cover more surface area or they may shorten they may shorten the roots because they don't need that much water they don't need there's an abundance of it so they don't need to be greedy it's, it's adaptation and that's what everything is striving for that's what everything is moving for except humans because we've been we've been changed we've been distracted been told to look at things that aren't really that don't really do anything for us watching TV reading newspapers what, what is that doing? it's not really it doesn't really contribute to much should be should be more about self-discovery spending more time by yourself spending more time in nature around the green but typically more about purpose and if you're distracted if there's all these things that are created just to distract you, like your mobile phone, websites, applications, games, all these things may be created with purpose. You know, somebody may be trying to convey something in a game or an application, but because of the, the method it's delivered, it's kind of just absorbed because people people are taught to just absorb information just to almost memorize it they're not taught to really use it or process it it's just kind of like yeah you read it you see it you've watched it you absorb it you keep it or you get rid of it there's nothing there's no like middle ground there's no well, what does this mean? It's like if you... It's like if somebody's watching a movie, right? They may tell someone, like, don't tell me anything about it. Because you're going to ruin the movie for me. That's what they say. They say you're going to ruin the movie. Because if you tell them about what it means. What is... Because they say it's too much to think. It's too much thinking which translates to it's going to take up too much energy and I don't want to expend energy I just want to enjoy it which means I just want to absorb it 
like if you went to a music a gig or something you've heard the songs hundreds of times right but you go to absorb the atmosphere the experience it's the experience of it and that's what people tend to expect with movies and things like that TV shows it's more about the experience than about thinking about a deeper meaning so I mean look at Netflix its logo is red and then when you load up the app the big N goes from red and then it splits into the visible spectrum it's showing you <laughs> it's showing you that it's providing you low frequency entertainment it's a distraction because red is low frequency it's those long if you think about long broadcast waves I mean, how many people, how many people look up? When I was in London, most people were looking down and they were looking down at the phone and you just see this glow of light from the phone. So whereas people may have looked up before to see the light, now they're looking down to see the light. I think it's, uh, it just shows the distractions that even though smartphones have some utility they can press a whole bunch of devices into one and then you can literally make any kind of device using it by creating an application you've got an alarm clock you've got a calculator on your phone you don't need to buy a calculator you don't need to buy an alarm clock So these smartphones just provide you with everything in one. You can record your vo voice on it and then you can upload your voice onto a website, onto an app, which then shares your, your new upload with a whole bunch of different platforms, which are designed just to transmit audio. But, the internet that's all transmitted in light fiber optics I used to I used to work in um, I used to work for companies that had their own data centers or rather they, they would lease floors or sections of a data center and this is where they keep all the servers or the networking equipment and I used to go round there I used to go round there sometimes to to fix the networking equipment 
So we'd either be doing upgrades, replacing some of the modules. So they would have things called SFP modules. And these were essentially where you plug in the fiber. And you'd have speeds, like at, the, at that time it was like up to 10 gig per fiber connection. 10 gig in light. That's weird. I just saw a plane come across and then there was this, oh, there's this gray, this gray round object just circling round, but it looks like it's the same height as the plane. It's probably like 20,000 feet or something. So I can see another plane about 40. Weird. Um, yeah, so these modules, all they did is transmit light. There'd be some, there'd be some hardware that's inside the the networking devices that would that would convert it from from light into something that it could understand, that a computer could understand. So, so if you think. All these distractions, all this low frequency stuff, it's been delivered by light. It's been delivered by a high frequency system. The internet is a high frequency system, which is why uh, the information movement is so rapid. Things can be all the way around the world within a few seconds because of this network of high frequency light transmission that's been set up and fiber is pretty much everywhere but now if you notice they're switching from fiber to uh they want to transmit over the air more using 5g up to 300 gigahertz which is a lot faster than fiber right because fiber may be limited to the speed of light. I don't know what that would convert to, but it would be a very high transfer speed, probably more than the devices could handle. But I think, um, I think the whole reason for the new technology over the air is because fiber may become obsolete they may not be able to run the lengths of cable or the, ca the cable that is currently laid may become unusable which is why they're trying to set up uh, you got all the Starlink stuff every time they launch a satellite it's like or they launch a bunch of satellites a hundred or something like that it costs them they, they, they basically they're making a loss launching all these satellites and people have to ask why. Why are they launching all these satellites? To provide internet access. When internet access is available. And the same is for rural areas, right? That much money invested just for rural? So are they banking on more people moving out of the cities? Because in the cities you've got fibre pretty much everywhere. 
most I think most cities in the UK have been setting up almost like a local fiber network see so you just connect into the exchanges everything is fiber around you and then you connect into the exchanges and um, that connects you to the rest of the world so this big push for satellite over the air based internet 5G 5G still requires fiber Starlink still requires fiber it just means you, you don't need as much because you have base stations you've got your 5G antennae that will be connected into a fibre uh, a cabinet a cabinet in the street but there'll, be, there'll have to be more of them but I don't know I think the whole 5G thing they kind of bolstered it up a little bit because it does require it does require significant investment to set it up to get the infrastructure in place and the infrastructure I don't think is in place not completely because for it to operate at the speeds that they want it to operate at which makes no sense fast communications you can already you can already communicate fast They, um, yeah, they have to basically put these antennae every few hundred feet because it essentially creates like a ring, a ring network operating at a certain frequency and then the next station along can operate on a similar frequency. So they essentially run all these same frequencies Whereas traditionally, nah, they may have one antennae or a couple of antennae to do a whole town, right? And the frequency it operates at can cover just that town. It can't span further than a certain distance because of the, the frequency. But with, um, with the higher frequency bands, they can't transmit as far the distance is shortened which makes me think like what is the point what is the point in implementing it there's no benefit to the consumer you can already download as fast as you want like literally you're you're going to be constrained by the system or the platform that you're trying to get the content from so it makes no sense So anyway, that, that's an example of another example of the spectrum. All the internet, all the all the internet you've got, which is ranging from distractions to things that may be more light, more blue, more high frequency. The stuff that is gonna stuff that is going to provide some benefit to you so maybe like uh, meditation information about meditation healing 
all that sort of stuff the stuff that the stuff that takes you away from the distractions and away from the the low frequency and it all exists in the same spectrum because the information is transmitted in white light and then you split the white light and you get all the, you get the spectrum and Netflix show you that in the logo because it's a red N which then turns into light spectrum once you open up the apple once you load up a video they're showing you so your internet is delivered by light doesn't matter what device you're using some data center somewhere in London, New York, Paris wherever it is is transmitting your data via light which is being sent down a cable and possibly sent across the ocean depending on depending on what you're trying to get to what you're trying to transmit so maybe some people didn't know about that the cables that you have at home the uh, coaxial your fiber that's a form of light that's been transmitted but the frequency I don't, I don't think the frequency is quite quite the same the modules that I used were proper proper fiber expensive so the fact you can pick up a coaxial cable or it is it is like a coaxial cable it's it may mean that the the actual fiber just terminates in the cabinet outside your house and then they run from from the cabinet into your house the uh, cheaper stuff but yeah maybe some people didn't know that all your data has been transmitted by light because that's an expression of everything you're seeing you can see the spectrum you look up blue look down straight ahead you can see green all around you the middle the mid plane and then as you look down things should get darker as you go underground or the further down you go you'll get to you'll get to red you get to mars so that's another thing that um i find i find quite funny when Elon Musk keeps saying that we're going to Mars there's places in America called Mars there's a place in Texas so when they say these things they're not telling you like specifically in the context I think you're you're providing the context for them so you're inferring what they mean it's not it's not really specific because they're not giving you the context they're telling you oh we're going to Mars and your inference is Mars is a planet outside of Earth but Mars is Mars is also a place in Texas and there's another there's another place like Mars in Greenland which is actually used for uh, experiments Mars based experiments and you could also say that you're 
Mars is underground because it's red. Or maybe even if you look, if you if you took a look at the, if you could go up into the sky so you could see the whole landmass, all the continents. Along the middle, along the equator, what what is that? Is the rainforest? Is that where the is that where the rainforest sit? That's that's the green. That's the they call them the heart. Is it the ling the lungs? Yeah, I think they they call them the lungs of the earth, don't they? The Amazon rainforest. But it, it's typically green. It's green. It's wet. Places like Singapore. Indonesia these tropical tropical places and then the further north you go the colder it gets bluer it gets white you get more snow you get more ice but then further south you go it should get it should get warmer right like what's up with that it's almost like it's a mirror from the equator from the equator up it's a mirror equator up to the north the equator down to the south is a mirror but it shouldn't be down in the south it should be hot it should be red it should be like Australia Australia is quite it's quite arid really like if you if you consider the landmass that it's got, most of it, the bush, the outback, it's unpopulated. So I'd consider that to be like the the redness, the Mars, because it's just it's just hot. Las Vegas, Nevada, same same kind of thing, right? Desert, hot. Parts of Africa. So you can find you can find bits of you can find these expressions and everything, right? Because it's all patterns. The visible light spectrum is a pattern, and we recognise things because of the patterns. We don't actually have to do anything. Our eyes just recognise the patterns of frequencies and interpret it as such. But we may not see the sees. We may not see things the same as other people. Which is why some people might be colorblind because they interpret frequencies, certain frequencies the other way around, the opposite. So, a lot of these things that, that we have, like the RF spectrum, the visible light spectrum, they're all kind of like uh, keys or signs or symbols of something. And it can be expressed in light. You can take white light and split it and you can see it. 
or you can just kind of look around and you can see it just look up blue and see the green and then it may be a bit difficult to see the red because unless you're in Iceland or Indonesia or somewhere it could be a bit tricky That's a bit, it's quite funny. Um, there's a woman just went past me in red shoes. So it's like, uh, isn't there a popular brand of shoes that got red bottoms, got red soles or something? So that could, that could be the same thing, right? You look down, you got your red shoes on. What is it? What does it mean? It just means it's a low frequency color, right? It's a representative of Mars, lower nature, the root, low frequency. And if you consider the the frequency of Earth is low frequency. Something like between seven, seven and 40 hertz or something. So it's quite a low frequency. So the red chakra, the color red, is of a lower nature, it's of a lower frequency. Which could be, could be why it is the root chakra, right? That's why it's been aligned as, as such. And the third eye aligned with the higher frequency, which is typically what people, people will say in order to ascend. You have to go into a higher frequency. And it's typically, people typically say, activate your third eye. But I think it's more just a case of finding your higher nature. I get rid of the distractions, be alone, or be comfortable with being alone, and you'll find, you'll find other ways of being. It's not just all about distractions. I think removing distractions is one of the first things you have to do. It could be the only thing you have to do. But it's not to say that you have to remove them completely. It's just that you have to rebalance. You have to adapt. Because if you think that the, the distractions are what's keeping you in physicality, is what's keeping you... It's keeping you grounded. It's keeping you in the low frequency. Whereas in order to in order to attain higher frequency you have to give some of that stuff up. You have to reduce the amount of time you spend in that red zone being grounded. 
because when you're a kid right you get threatened with being grounded which just means you can't move it means you can't go out it means you can't go out to the blue and the green and all that <laughs> so so this is going to be something like patterns of light because that's in essence what it is people use the visible light spectrum in logos for a reason either because they know they know the meaning of it or because it's something that is just it's just come to them because they're thinking oh it's a video platform it's we're transmitting light because they could have just left it white it just fades in from red to white right because red is a constituent of white of white light visible light so So yeah, it's kind of like, why do they make decisions like that? Who makes the decisions? Yeah, I think that's it. All right, so catch you in a bit.